Does it feel delicious or dirty to earn money from adventure? There are ups and downs to being paid for what you love doing. I occasionally worry that I am grubbing my love of being in the hills by using those experiences to pay my bills. It also sometimes prompts a bit of online trolling. Earning your living from what is normally a hobby and a hobby whose values lie far from capitalism is not always straightforward. It's worth reading the blog post from Tim Moss about why he quit being an adventurer to become an accountant. Am I destined for decades of telling the same old stories to ever dwindling audiences in village halls up and down the land? I hope not. At times, I fear so. The solution is that the ways I earn money must evolve as my approaches to adventure evolve, as my career progresses, and as I get older. The role of money in my life has changed a lot since 2002, when I got paid by The Guardian to write my first article. Initially, I worked hard to earn money because I needed to keep afloat, and because of the memory of all the years when I was skinned. Over time, my attitude to money changed. Its importance in my work has become more as a measure of my worth. Because I don't have an annual appraisal or a clear promotion structure, it can be difficult to gauge how well I'm doing. My income, therefore, offers an insight into my progress. Most of my satisfaction at being well paid for something comes from a sense that somebody values my work. There are other measures of success too, less tangible but more meaningful. For example, receiving an email from someone whose life has changed for the better after reading one of my books gives me a warm, fuzzy glow that a bank statement cannot match. I do not maximize my income well at all. Passive income stuff, investing, online courses, hunting for higher-paid talks,、uh, writing books based on likely sales levels, stuff like that. I've never been motivated by money, or at least not by the things that money can buy. On the occasions when I have put cash first in thinking about work, I frequently despised myself. Examples include embarrassing media appearances. Naff PR photo shoots, or endorsing a product that I don't honestly rate. On the other hand, when I've done something that seems willfully anti-cash, I often seem to generate more money. I presume this is because it becomes a project that is original, energetic, enthusiastic, and authentic. Over the years, I have earned more and worked more than I predicted I would. In no small part, to prove to myself that I could make this happen, nobody was bankrolling me. I'm a relaxed fellow and pretty hard to offend. However, there is one occasional misassumption about an adventuring career that riles me. Here it is in the list of questions I received for this book. Isn't your wife rich? Would you be able to be a full-time adventurer if you actually had to pay the bills? The whole adventure scene is unrealistic. It's only rich kids who can afford to do it full time. It's not a real job or something that will pay a continuous wage. Yes, my wonderful wife does have a proper job with grown-up stuff like dressed-down Fridays. Yet this has actually resulted in me working far harder than I ever intended to when I set out on this path. I would feel guilty if I just lazed around all morning, which I've never done, even once. If the sun shines, 
I go for a run and appreciate that flexibility, but I work so much more consistently than I imagined an adventurer would. Part of this comes from feeling a responsibility to prove I am pulling my weight. I am more fortunate than most, certainly. I'm a middle-class guy who emerged from university, pre-tuition fees, with not only the benefit of a degree, but also some savings to spend on cycling around the world rather than a mountain of debt. More intangible than the money and the qualifications is the privilege of aspiration. I was brought up hearing that it is a good thing to follow your dreams. I have met and read about many examples of people who have done just that, so it feels normal to me. I have been given permission to dream big and attempt difficult challenges. All of these factors boosted my chances. Yet, I don't accept the assumption that I'm a rich kid or sponging off my wife or that it is not a real job which pays a continuous wage. Being a working adventurer entails buying my freedom, independence and creativity at the possible expense of income levels, future security and the self-employed curses of tax returns and invoicing. But if it is a choice between getting rich versus living the life of my choice, then there's no contest for me. Nonetheless, I have ended up earning a comfortable living, mostly from what an outsider might perceive to be drinking coffee in a shed or riding a bike and telling an audience about it. I've often thought that if I became a millionaire, not much would change in my lifestyle, except that I would buy food from delis more often. Jack Johnson sang, We've got everything we need right here, and everything we need is enough. It is a great privilege not to struggle beneath financial worries. Quick question. What makes an authentic adventurer? Can you spot them? Uh, they are outdoors doing interesting things, following their own star, not doing Q&As on Instagram as I'm doing right now.